welcome to All Hands on Deck. As usual, it's always such a pleasure inviting therapists, specialists on the platform, talking about different topics. And today I'm pleased to welcome Antoinette Wells, who are going to talk to us about, first of all, how to put boundaries in our lives. And secondly, what is the importance of having self-esteem? So please welcome Antoinette Wells in UK. Hello, Antoinette. Hello, Virginie. Always a How pleasure you? seeing you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. In different countries as usual. Absolutely, yes. Thank you so much for taking the time to share with us a lot of beautiful uh, insight that you are going to develop today. Um, Antoinette, my question uh, on boundaries is uh, how, how do you see when we, we are in lack of boundaries or, or when uh, it's really time to, you know, to put our limits and not to be too rigid or too, um, too, too um, how to say, gentle with, with ourselves to, to have, you know, this kind of fear to hurt others. Sometimes boundaries can really make people respect you more. So I would like you to, to, to tell us a little bit more on a specialist and therapist side. Well, absolutely, Virginie. Uh, boundaries is a, is a big topic. And the problem is that a lot of people don't realize the importance of boundaries. And they don't even know if they have some boundaries or not. Uh, usually, they realize uh, about they don't have boundaries when they are in trouble and they come to therapy. And then, of course, uh, we, we, we can talk about it and then uh, see where there is a lack of boundaries in their lives. And if they have uh, no boundaries or if they have rigid boundaries and um, then we can discuss how to set proper boundaries. Well, this is very interesting what you said, that when we come and see, when, when in fact we have a problem, it's because we forgot the boundaries. I never, I never yes. thought of that. Absolutely. Well, this is absolutely obvious, for instance, in different uh, uh, circumstances, like, for instance, in addiction. Uh, addiction is an extreme case because people, when they are addicts, have no boundaries at all. They are like an express train crashing uh, and, and they don't have their own boundaries and they don't respect boundaries of others. And that's how I develop a, a whole kind of, I mean, personal research on boundaries uh, because you need to have boundaries in your life. And also boundaries are very much linked with, with self-esteem because if you don't have boundaries, you can't have self-esteem. Yeah. Well, self-esteem is linked with it. So what when boundaries are absent uh, of unhealthy, what, what would you recommend? Uh, that pe people become vulnerable or abused or... Yeah, well, exactly. So if the, for these different categories, um, first, so boundaries is to protect your reality, uh, emotionally, physically, intellectually and spiritually. And it's about being in the center. And they are, when you set a boundary, it's not like bluffing or it's not manipulating something. It's really 
stating your own reality. When you do this, I feel. If you continue, I will. You know, that's really firm, isn't it? You know? okay. So you separate yourself from, from the other person. Yes. So when there's no boundaries, there, then something happened that we call enmeshment. And the people can't see where they start and where they finish and where the other person starts and they finish. And there's a whole imbroglio between people. That's, and then, of course, they, are, they can be very vulnerable. So, of course, lack of boundaries can lead to abuse, physical, emotional, sexual, you know. Yes, because, because you let the other lead your life. You, you, you lose the, the, the master uh, skill of your own life, right? Exactly. So, you, for instance, somebody can't say no to someone. They, they are incapable of saying no. So uh, once so again, it comes into this, um, uh, I guess, a childhood um, a shock or trauma where you start uh, pleasing people unless you don't want, because you don't want hurt, you don't want confrontation and all. So my question, Antoinette, is uh, the lack of boundaries, I guess, start at a very early age and we should look at it. Uh, uh, as soon as possible because then you drag all these things that are not you and uh, and you, 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 you become then uh, really non-aligned with your own uh, self. Absolutely. So that's why I am a psychodynamic counselor, meaning that I work with the relationship, therapeutic relationship, and I go in the past with my clients. You know, we go and see where problems have been started in the past. That's a different than, uh, for instance, uh, different type of, of uh, therapy like CBT or things like that. We just go much more in depth. Yes. Visit things which have happened in the past. And for instance, if a, if a child has had an insecure attachment in very early childhood with either of the parents or even a surrogate parent, then it's going to, to have difficulty to cope uh, with boundaries and also with attachment uh, later on in life. Uh, they, because they, they, he will not have this kind of, we say in French, garde-fou, you know, kind of uh, barrier, yes. limit around himself. So I like, what, would be, what would be the, the, the sign that uh, in different aspects of our life, it can be in business, it can be in relationship, it can be uh, in different way, but how, what is the red flag that, uh, that uh, can, can, can show us that, oh my God, here I don't have any boundaries. How does it reflect? Is it uh, when you ask to yourself, okay, am I happy in this job or am I, am I happy in this relationship? Is it when you start asking yourself because you feel that there is something not aligned with, uh, with uh, your well-being, your happiness, your, 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 uh, you know, your balance? Yeah, that's one example. For instance, somebody who has no boundaries will stay in a job that she doesn't like because she won't be able to assert herself either to get promoted or to change her job. So she will remain unhappy because she doesn't have boundaries for herself and then also linked with self-esteem as well. Yeah. So that's one thing. And then of course in relationship, there's huge 
there's a lot of different examples uh, with with. Uh, so can you give us a little bit the the first step you do when you have someone who is uh, lacking of uh, of uh, boundaries and what would be your first advice or maybe to the audience today a little uh, a little tip or uh, advice that you you can give um, uh, to to us today. Well. I, I won't be giving advice, that's one thing. I will actually try to explore with, with my client uh, what has happened in their lives. And then from there, kind of uh, drawing from the history of their lives, yes. we are going to see together what has happened and what has been missed in their growing up. And then when be... we acknowledge that, Antoinette, uh, mm what is what is how, how can they uh, how can we reintegrate uh, and place the boundaries is it because you are going to tell us something that uh, will explain to us something significant or will it open our eyes to a topic saying oh, of course i've never saw that all my life because this and that i don't know how how does it shift slowly slowly and uh, to settle boundaries when we have a therapy with you? Because uh, through the relationship, the therapeutic relationship with me, we are going to be able to, to set things which are balanced. First, I mean, when you start therapy, there's boundaries anyway. Uh, obviously, if it is online, it's a bit different. But boundaries are, for instance, to be exact, to be coming on time, uh, that the payments are regular. These are all boundaries and that the, the, there is a, a, a mutual respect. These are all set up of boundaries in the therapy. So it starts with the setup. Set of course, if it is face-to-face, uh, -face, it's very much about the place where it is with the therapy is taking place, uh, how the room is set up uh, and all these things and also for instance, the therapist will say, if, if, um, if you can't come to therapy for one reason, you need to give me 24 hours notice. This is a boundary yeah. from the side of the therapist. So actually all these boundaries, when we do an assessment, is already a kind of setup which shows what boundaries are. Okay. And uh, yeah, well, of course, uh, it's through the therapy you can, you can learn what, what boundaries are but it's very much through the story of the person that we are going to see where boundaries can be um, set up or where there has been a lack of boundaries. Absolutely, Antoinette, is it, uh, is it I heard many times that uh, all our, uh, who we are today, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot between the age of uh, young age, like two to seven years old, I mean, uh, where we have had experiences uh, of uh, of um, uh, being being not cared being not loved being not recognized being not heard uh, is it right that really it's something that we drag since such a young age <laughs> absolutely oh that's Teenagers should do therapy before uh, heading a problem at the, later on in their life no it, it should be a a, a must do in the in the list absolutely and uh, the problem is then when when there is kind of problems in early childhood 
the bad patterns repeat themselves throughout growing yeah. up, you know, until they get really very difficult. For instance, in a relationship, and uh, a woman will say, why do I always meet a guy who is going to make me suffer or going to leave me or going... There's something wrong there because it happened now five times, you know. So, so it's because she forgot to put boundaries. And when she no, says something, mm. she doesn't have the courage to say, this I'm not interested or I'm, you know, I'm not, not I don't No, no, no. <laughs> it's not as simple as that. It's because maybe growing up, she has not have the template to actually find somebody who is healthy for her. For instance, if that person has been abused, emotionally abused in the childhood, she's going to repeat that pattern later, yeah. you see, in life. And then, un unless and until she can see that, recognize that it's something unhealthy there, then, then she will be able then to change. You see what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, so I like uh, the, 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 the relation between um, boundaries and self-esteem because self-esteem is also uh, boundaries that you put with yourself. I mean, you, you protect yourself, you, you want to, to feel balanced, you want to, to mm. at the end, love yourself. You have, I think, Antoinette, nowadays, all the problem comes because we don't love ourselves, we don't have enough esteem of ourselves, and then people take it for granted, and then you slip into this, this um, uh, um, unbalance uh, because you you try to compensate, and and you said also in couple of, in couple of our um, interview, you you call about codependency, and also I don't want to talk today about codependency, but I think that when you don't have self-esteem automatically you go and get something else as a, as a substitute, am I right? Exactly, yeah. But if we come back to, to what you said, that you don't love yourself, yes. why? Again, we have to go back to childhood. And if, you know, the, the three first years are critical in, in, of a child in growing up. So if they have a good enough mother, as Winnicott state, you know, there's some great psychologists who have actually put the, the kind of fundaments of, of therapy, like Jung, like Winnicott, like Bowlby, etc. I mean, very beautiful uh, psychologists. And they say that a mother has not to be perfect, but she has to be good enough. So what is good enough meaning is that she's going to give all with the nourishment, physical nourishment of the child, she's also going to give emotional nourishment to the child. And maybe, you know, the baby might not be kind of perfectly, you know, dressed or something, but she will give all the love to this child as much as she can with the nourishment. So this child will have this, the, the setup to love himself or herself later oh. on in life. And, and this is absolutely true, I know, because my experience in 20 years of, of being a therapist, I have seen that, you know, that when there's a lack of, of uh, proper nourishment from the main carer, uh, it can be another carer. You know, it can be a grandmother if the mother is absent or the yeah. father is absent. And also a father can be a good enough dad, you know, if, if the mother is not there or there's been a divorce or whatever. It's about the, the, 
the kind of quality of of care of nourishment yes yes and and all this is is a condition for a, a person to have a good self-esteem absolutely that's why we say that the the first years um of growing up are absolutely critical it's so essential, essential yeah it's as, absolutely yeah. essential yeah and yeah. then of course later but it's yeah, it's more than all the money in the world and all that, you know. It's really being good enough. But Antoinette, yeah. really, uh, the, the, the self-love is so important. And I think a lot of, a lot of us, we, we lack of confidence, we lack of boundaries, we lack of self-esteem because we are too much uh, concerned by what people um, project or judge or say about and this and that. And I think that... You know, in many occasions and business-wise, etc., when you are firm, when you know who, how you deal in business, for example, people will just like close their mouth, listen to you. And so this is so important to have a self-esteem, to know what you want. And nowadays, uh, Antoinette, I think it's very important for the audience to know that it's, it's not... Therapy is something like coaching, like we need at a certain time in our life, we need to have a little bit of guidance and mm -hmm. to, re, to reasset uh, our values, our beliefs, our everything that, that is within us, because mm -hmm. sometimes we can just go on the wrong, uh, on the wrong path for, for really just an adjust, uh, adjustment of a few, few uh, sessions with the therapist. Absolutely. Like, for instance, you just talked about business. There's a big thing in business is about controlling. You see, for instance, it's very controlling. What does it mean? This boss is, has a low self-esteem. He's insecure in, its, in himself because one controls to be safe. You see what I mean? So somebody who is very secure in himself or herself is not going to be extremely bossy. They will be able to direct and lead in a, in a very balanced way, without controlling, without being over bossy. Yes. So you see, in the, in the self-esteem and the boundaries, this is again an elastic there. Yes. So lack of boundaries leads to complete vulnerability. Rigid, rigid boundaries uh, lead to control or over control. Yes, And it's the same in relationship. If you are insecure, you are going to try to control everything and, and not being relaxed and let go of a situation to let the situation develop or find a way, you know, kind of to, to discuss things properly uh, without being enmeshed again. You see what I mean? I do this, this uh, gesture because it's, it's not two people with a um, kind of a, a separate uh, space in between them. Absolutely, yeah. And I just always gave absolutely. to my patient, I always gave to my patient this image that to grow properly, two trees to grow their roots in the soil have to have a, a good space between yes. them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. You see? So uh, this image of the two trees is really quite, uh, valid in that in that kind of situation yes. because they need the space yes. to grow. otherwise they will choke themselves yeah 
And, and Antoinette, what is the law of self-esteem has significant consequences on the development of ourself and uh, then it affects our life, etc. What would be the, for you, the uh, low self-esteem um, aspect that you can see in your uh, client or in, in, in everybody that you meet? I mean, I'm sure you can detect that immediately. Uh, maybe to tell us today can uh, really uh, recall something uh, for uh, each and every one of us. What would be the sign of a low self-esteem um, as a therapist? Well, that's, you know, kind of, it's, it's a difficulty to, to assert yourself in a, in a balanced way. And like you said before, you, you can spot if somebody don't love themselves at all. Uh, there will be some signs of that. Maybe they will neglect their appearance or maybe they will be too, uh, for instance, too much makeup for a woman, too much if they shave the facade then, if she has a mask, you know, a mask which is not her. This is also an appearance of, of low self-esteem because who is behind the mask? Yeah. Is it a real person? You see what I mean? Yeah. And then we'll have to find who this real person is because there is a mask there. And that's, that can be a sign of, of low self-esteem. Yes, yes. But uh, the good news is that everything can be rebalanced. And uh, that's why people like you, therapists who have an eye on this, who have uh, studied uh, deeply those, uh, those few problems that are major, that are uh, within all of us um, at different level, of course. But I think it's very important nowadays to take consideration to, you know, um, introspect and have the help of uh, specialists, therapists, to get more free, to get more to where you are uh, meant to be and to go and to feel balanced. And you are right to say that there is different degrees. Definitely, there is, you know, there is definitely, uh, there is a lot of degree in, in self-esteem and boundaries. See, some, some people really need, for instance, uh, some uh, addicts or alcoholics needs to have hospitalization because they need to rebuild themselves totally from scratch. Yeah, that's one, uh, one extreme. Yeah. But, what I mean by that, it can be done as well at that level. But then there's other levels which are not at all as, as complex and difficult. And it's just people who feel that they are not um, getting from their own lives what they would like. You know, they are not reaching the goals. That's, exactly. That's where we need you. And then, you know, they need a little nudge. They need a nudge, a, yes. little, a little helping hand to find out how they can do that from where this lack of self-esteem or maybe sometimes self-sabotaging comes. Yeah. And then we can reset the clock. But it's like in everything you do study, then you want to do a master. I mean, you always need to, 
to, to uh, make yourself more alert, more knowledgeable. And for this, you need specialists. I mean, uh, we should mm -hmm. not look at therapy as something like when you are really, uh, you know, completely depressed or alcoholic or whatsoever. Therapy is something, is, is a day-to-day -day, um, uh, introspection, even with yourself, with what you read, with what you listen. And we should not neglect that. And having also, you know, uh, children of that age where they start their life because, you know, they, they have, they are starting their, their um, they finish the education, this, that. I think it's the right time also to have a session with the therapist to, you know, where they can be themselves, put the boundaries, have self-esteem. And uh, yeah, I think it's, it's really uh, something essential nowadays, especially with, uh, all this COVID and uh, I wanted to ask you a last question Antoinette um, it's uh, when you talk about codependency I think sometimes I mean maybe it's me but uh, for me codependency is uh, um, it hurts everybody you see when you go in a public place and all everybody's on the phone they cannot you know I mean a codependency can have also other um, it, it's other extents like can be shopping, it can be always going out, it can be uh, always on your phone, it can be always going online and buying things and things like that. Right. So it's something yeah, they, to consider yeah. also at that stage, no? Well, it's two different things you are talking about there. There's all sorts of addiction that you can have now. You can have a computer games addiction, you can have your mobile addiction, you can have uh, you know, gambling addiction, you can have shopping addiction, you know, and all these things. Re you know, so what, what do we have to tell ourselves when we are like uh, doing, uh, you know, most of our hours uh, on the phone or this or that? What does it bring? Well, what? Well, it means that you don't know yourself. Uh -huh. And you are quite unhappy. You, you try to feel, to fill a void in yourself with wow. all that you know because it's absolutely that. yeah so it's uh, to certain degrees to different degrees yes so when it becomes extreme then you are really into the addiction mode but there's also less degrees you know like a little bit of retail therapy sometimes is really quite nice <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like it does going not to be a shopping like a... mall in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, no, I'm laughing now. No, but it's true. There's different degrees with. Um, so it with, means but... that we feel something that is lacking within us. This is a very good, yeah. um, very good uh, question that we can ask to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Something is missing, and yeah. then you you fill this void by something which cannot actually uh, satisfy. It's, it's, you know, these goods are not satisfying this lack in yourself. That's where also self-esteem comes back into. If you have self-esteem, you are going to regulate yourself to the point that you are not going to be too distracted by all the temptations out there. Yeah. You see what I mean? Totally. Yeah? Fantastic. Wonderful, Antoinette. So um, I look forward having you for a live chat uh, Q&A uh, regarding this topic because nowadays uh, we, all, uh, we all question ourselves and uh, it's so uh, important for all hands on deck to have specialists like you 
who can guide us, who can um, help us um, having session on a, on a private uh, basis. And also we will talk later on about how we can um, do amazing workshop uh, in a group also that helps, you know, decluttering all our luggages and all our lack of self-esteem uh, and so on. So thank you so much, Antoinette, for being uh, on the platform today. And uh, to all of you listeners, I look forward to see, sending you the link where you will be able to ask your question to our therapist and get your answer. Thank you so much, Antoinette. You're very welcome. Pleasure. And um, hope to see you soon. Thank you so much. Yes, bye-bye. Bye-bye, Antoinette.